And welcome back to the Reserves Podcast. It's time! Fighting out of the left chair, we have the smooth moving right footer. He either hits you on the tit or he'll kick you out in the full. Kobe, smooth, crisp fighting. The 5'9", hairy, loud guy who will do a hammy if he gets out of second gear. Hayden, the vegan cobbly. Uh, I'm, actually, I'm actually not vegan, thanks mate. So I just want to say that for the record. And uh, I'm 5'10". So I say 5'9", because 5'9 has a better ring than 5'10". So. Hello. How are we going, boys? Kobe's well. back. Kobe is back. How's, Hello. It feel, how's it feel after your holiday? Well, I, I really had to come back because all the bloody listeners just, they said, nah. A lot of not feedback. Listen, not listening last week. A lot of feedback last week, Dil. Mm. All of the po- negative. A lot of positive feedback. Oh, that's not what I heard. I heard a lot of positive feedback. Just going content heavy, but... You know, we didn't have a fuckhead on there. Well, well actually, I heard content heavy, but I fell asleep. So, <laughs> Hey, happens. Um, first of all, for listeners, if the podcast is long today, you can blame Zach Sarich. His quote was, I want an hour and a half long podcast, so we'll be going for two hours today. Um, just so, to hour and a half long, hour 15 on JL? Yep. Thank you. Um, but, before we get into sport... Fuck New South Wales. I have, I have a bone to pick with society. Right. Oh, okay, let's go philosophical straight so off the bat. So, you know how you flash someone that there's a um, speed camera, you yes. wave. Yes. You let yep. someone come through, yes. you wave. Yes. Now, this one might you not... wave? Oh, yep, yep, yep. yep. This Thank one you. might yep. not be as commonly known, but it's something that holds dear to my heart. Sure. So, I drive in the valley, in the back roads, there's a lot of T-junctions. Yes. Correct? Now... It is my right. I can go all the way up to the white line. Mm. And that would force cars turning to literally turn at right angles. Yes. Instead, I hang back. There you go, mate. Cut across the right line a little bit. And as they go, they just look at me. And I think, fuck you. I should have driven all the way up and made you turn like a robot. Mm. And I don't know if that's a very well-known wave, but I think that fucking deserves a wave. That and is a very little-known wave. Yeah. Well, I'm starting it. I'm starting the T the T junction wave. My if one, I hang back so you don't have to turn at right angles, you say thanks. I just wave at everyone. To be fair, can't say if I'm turning a corner with my hands on the wheel, I've got time and able ability to wave at a car. But because I'm so far back, they've how, already like how turned. How far back are we talking? Like, I know you said I'm like, like I'm, I'm, I'm ten like, meters back. I'm like a good five to ten meters back from the line. I only drive with one hand, so that would be easy. Well, what's the other hand do? Just like bopping along like to the beat, like <laughs> you're a fucking idiot. I don't, I don't, is I think like Hadwell Road would be a fucking. I'm start. I'm starting a trend. It's actually this road. Do you so back we can on this, start it? I don't know. If, if on this Gary. topic, on this topic, I get. I know I do. I get really, really mad when you're driving up to the country or you know long, long drives, speed camera or potential booze bus or police down the road, and you've got one person that flicks the lights on to. Alright, and then you go thanks And then the five cars behind him, don't do it Does anyone else feel angry? You should, in my eyes, every single car that comes through should be fucking flicking them Yeah, I agree you got one person that does a good Samaritan And then you got these four fucking bell ends And because technically you don't know if the people in front of you have done it So yeah. you should probably just do it for safety Yeah, 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 everyone should do it yep. You know, gotta help each other out, hey Kobe I agree mm-hmm. But hey, last week we did call out the people we did, and we how put they them responded? On, two weeks in a row, we put them on blast. How have they responded? Fucking well. We've got a whole heap. Last week, you called out the people, and they said, oh, shit, we can sense some danger. There's no code. We, need to, we need to start picking it up. Before we get into it, is there a question from a man with the initials CV? No. <gasps> he decided to take his shout out and disappear off into the night. Chris Vescovo, I've made a pact of certain individuals at a said football club that each podcast I'll give you a shout-out until you put in a question. <laughs> All right, so Chris, I know you're a humble man. Love your work. Loyal listener. Put in a question, so. There you go. The first one, it's not really a question. It's more of a discussion topic. Hip saying, mm, the man. Uh-huh. He has sent in a screenshot that Bryson DeChambeau has been offered more than Tyler Woods, 
PGA career earnings to join the Saudi Golf League. Now, I'm not really into that golf myself. Yep. So I had Damon Pavlinovich yesterday explain to me sure. what the fuck was going on. So yep. if I get this wrong, I'm sorry. It's just Continue. It's secondhand. If, da- if you do get it wrong, Damon can listen and give you feedback. Correct. So apparently there are different golf leagues around the world. Yes, Your PGA Tour, yep. your European I, yep, Tour, yep. and you get paid. They get paid to, to play in them. Yep. They might be able to play in both. Yep. Yes. They might not be able to because there could be competitions at the same time. Yep. What the Saudi League is doing is having another version of that mm-hmm. and saying, come play for us instead of the PGA and the European Tour. And they have offered to- Dyson or Dyson? What did I just say? Bryson. 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 Holy shit. Bryson DeChambeau, more money just to participate in their league than Tiger Woods' career earnings. What mm. do we think? I'm all for it. Yeah. Absolutely, I- mate. Oi. So, okay. So, let's be honest. As a golfer, all right, nine times out of ten, and this is just, I guess, the way it's what it is, you can't win every single golf tournament, can you? You just... No. You just don't. Sometimes you just hit it in the water by accident. Yeah, You're absolutely. not meant to. All right. <laughs> so, the objective sometimes to win is a bit flawed because you just don't. Right, you know, you just just clearly it's not. Tiger Woods is the only guy that won consistently over a long period of time. Jack Nicholson, a couple others, mate. Jack Nicholson, what? That's the actor. Oh, I don't yeah. know his actual. Sorry. What's his name? Nicholas. Ah, Nicholas. That's one. Jack Nicholas. My bad. Jack Nicholson, the but Joker. Like, yeah, the Joker. <laughs> but like the other objective in this big in golf is to make money, mate. Yeah, mate. If you've got someone that's got to pay you that much money, do it. And you've, he's, he's done. He's done. It's not like he's nineteen. and He hasn't proven himself. Yeah, he's done a little bit. He's actually been a decent player for. A if anyone of time. is to say yes, it'll be Bryson, but they've also offered it to uh, Dustin Johnson and Brooks Kopka. And what have they said? Um, well, Phil Mickelson actually got a little offer as well, and he said no because he doesn't like the idea of it. But he's also one of the most greedy pe- people in on the PGA Tour. So. Bryson or Phil? Phil. Well, the the thing, the funny thing is, Bry- Bryson plays golf because he's good at it. Yep. Yeah. If any like, and you're you're a golf WA man, so you would know the inside scoop on these international superstars. I had honestly never heard of this until <laughs> until, <laughs> until he talked about it. So, um, like, and it's one of those things where it t- the, the issue with golf, <laughs> the issue with golf is the players don't get any media revenue. Yeah. So that might that might change. That might change. Like, if enough, going to the, it's almost the golf like league. it's almost it almost gives you Super League vibes where mm. if. Enough good players say yes to this, mm. then it becomes a real comp. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. So then you end up like PGA and the European Tour. That's probably like that's the name. Like you know, you're playing for the brand there. Mm. Where like if enough good players want to play in the Saudi League, then it's a real comp. So, Go get your money. So here we go. What happens in the Ryder Cup? You've got European Europe, um, Europe versus America. America. Is it now going to be three way? There's the Saudis. The Saudis in there as well. From what I've seen, <laughs> from what I've seen, this has started from the match, yes. which has been going yes. for the last couple of years. Yes. And the match is basically separate to everything, but they basically... So the last one was Bryson versus Brooks because they hated each other. And then they just went on from there and it was like Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson playing together. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's all like novelty shit. Novelty shit like that. But they get paid a million dollars flat. For even competing in that. Mm. And that's what it's born from, I think. Yep. If there's one sport, gents, that you wish your parents put a lot of time and energy into to make sure that you pursued said sport, wouldn't it be golf? No, definitely not. It would be tennis. <laughs> Deal? Uh, ooh. Am I still six six flat? Six foot? Am I still this person that I yep. am today? Yep. Yes. You are You are the exact are same you. person right now, all right? You're probably wearing your own merch, not Dallas Mavericks merch. Yeah. DM. DM. Oh, Sponsored by Nike. Yeah, nice. like one, one of them. One of those ones where you can go in, get, come last and get 70K, like yeah. a tennis. Tennis yeah. or a golf. Yeah, yeah. something yeah. like that. But like, I, I reckon golf's probably better because you're a bit more under the radar. You just pick up your check. You don't want to be a Bernard Tommy. Just fuck. First round out. I you just know. don't know if I'd and last 18 holes. <laughs> That's a good point. Physical exertion. Lots of walking. Yeah, correct. You need a good... You'd be a good caddy, Dill. Dill would be a good you'd caddy. You'd be a fantastic caddy. Because he'd be in your ear all day. Yeah, all the day. Yeah. Whispering. He'd keep you sane. And then if, when you do spray one, he'll just go mental fucking weakness. <laughs> mm. yeah. And no, moving on to the next question. Tom Dawes. What 
great sporting moment or sport-related clip would you buy the NFT for? NFT? Non-fungible token. You know oh, those things going no. around? Oh, no, no. We spoke about them the other week. Yeah, but that's... You know the it. NFTs, Kobe? Yes. For example, Michael Jordan's iconic free-throw line dunk. He goes, yep. I would buy a karaoke's laugh. So if you had to... <laughs> If you had to buy an iconic moment as an NFT, what would you buy? Um, so NFTs, those the shot. The you remember, Duck said he had brought the sword. It's just that imaginary picture that right. you get online, and it's worth money. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, a okay. non fungible token. Okay. What okay. would you? What okay. did you say? The shot. Jordan's shot over. Yeah. We're just thinking for myself. The jazz. The Dom Shade kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stole it. Dirk's lefty layup against Miami. That would be worth a lot. Yes. Mm. Um, mm. Sporting. But slowly moving on from NFTs, staying in sport, though, have you seen you can invest in players' careers? Really? Yep. What explain? I like so, this. I like this. So someone, yeah, I don't really. know, so say like... So it's almost like player version of crypto. So I th- saw the thing today. I need to someone brought shares in Franz Wagner. Yeah. At the start of the season. Sure. And they were worth like $13 because really he'd Frank done Wagner. nothing yep. before then. Had a horrible preseason. He's yep. now like third or fourth in the rookie of the year. Probably, probably win it, mate. And he's worth like $200, his shares. I'm going to have to, you're going to have to link me. Mm. Link yeah, me. I'm going to. Well, be I've got to find it myself. I saw it <laughs> on TikTok. Um, Brock Russell says, how many wheat weeks do you do? Well, I didn't do mine. Oh, I thought you were like too confused. You didn't want to. I'm a little bit confused. Okay. Weird one. Football, so do you remember that? I know people on the on the pod would listen. Those listening would know the infamous Cristiano Ronaldo free kick against Porto when he played for Man United. It's a very iconic shot. They won one nil that game, and he shot it from like 35, 40 meters away. Free kick, fantastic. So, fantastic so my question shot. is, what? So it's like the first in my eyes, the first real time when you went, but Cristiano Ronaldo is. So I am. I'm. Swapping uh, Dorse's question a little bit, and um, it's just it's just a still image. Yeah, no, it would be a still so. Image. No, would you like it as like as he's kicking it as the ball is in? It's the, almost like I'm sitting from the second tier. Yep. and I'm like looking down diagonally onto it. Yeah, and the ball's halfway through, and you can see the keeper already moving. Okay, okay, all right, good. Yep. Uh, yeah, how many wee weeks do you do? Thanks, Brock Russell. If you really, were, if you were I can't gonna, remember the last time I had wee weeks, if you were going to commit to, I'm having wee weeks for breakfast. Just three. To, used to do four. Yeah, I used to do four. But Is that it? Yeah, I'm how not many, a very you, big wheat bix person. How many for you, mate? I probably do eight. Eight. Yeah. Fuck. One sitting. How do you fit in the bowl? No, no, four and four. Oh, so you had four. That's and if I'm like genuinely like I'm not getting any other food till lunchtime. Sure. Yep. Wheat bix is my morning meal. Yep. Now, eight. I think this is the more deeper question that Brock wants me to get to. All right. Brock and I, we got a good synergy. You see. Do you just go wheat bix in your bowl, milk? And then eat, or or do you go? I know some people do this. Hot water with a kettle. That's what I do. Then milk. No, I just go milk and then put on my topping. I've never, I've never had cold wheat bix. I usually just go a bit of white sugar, a little bit of white sugar on top. Yep, yep. I've never had cold wheat bix. Nah, no honey. Any fruit? Like I'm not against it, but I don't. A little bit of bananas, maybe. I may as well be making a tea. I go wheat bix. Yep. Hot water, milk, sugar. When you really think of it, how the fuck is this healthy? It's not. And they promote it as being, I'm a Wheat Bix kid, Manus Labishan. Well, technically, if you just ate the Wheat Bix on its own with some light milk, it probably is healthy. But oh, we, genuinely, had, we had sugar. Yeah. You know what the serving size of Wheat Bix is? Yeah. Two. Two. Yeah, of course. Yep. You know what the funny, like Brett Lee, mate, it's like, yeah, I, I eat like 15 a day. Mm. I'm sitting there going, mate, I genuinely tried to eat as many as I could. <laughs> I struggle to get through three. So if people sit there, it's got no nah, kids don't fucking listen to the TV or you know role models and stuff like that, mate. Fuck off, we do. Yeah, fucking off. Uh, Jack Kells, you guys love the content last week, let's. Hey, thank you. Uh, see, but Jack's a strange bloke. So. <laughs> hey, had a massive win yesterday. The Monkey Towners the um, finals bound. Favorite holiday destination? Well, I mean, I'm been to say or America. want to go to? Been to. <coughs> you uh, so. Yeah, I haven't left the Oz, so sure. probably just. It's pretty boring. Probably just Melbourne. Um, so I was in Christchurch, New Zealand A month before the earthquake Oh, yep So that was pretty, uh, yeah, a bit of a shake Yep <laughs> <laughs> So that was pretty cool 
So oh, that, was that was cool. <laughs> oh, he well, means no. he means Christchurch. Christchurch, mate, oh. it's a good place. And that first bit was just a bit of added added info. Yeah, um, bit of context of the story, mate. Either New York or San Fran. Yeah, nice. If nice. you had to pick one, Tasmania. Have you guys been to Tasmania by the way? No. No. Oh, um, I don't go been places, to Darwin. I don't have go places to... where cousins get married. Fair. Have you been to Darwin? No. Kobe? Nope. Have you been to Adelaide? Nope. No. Fuck, you guys don't move anywhere, eh? Been to Queensland? I was going to do the comparison for our listeners. I was going to go, all right, Adelaide versus Tasmania or Adelaide versus Darwin. Who I'll wants to one. hear that comparison? Because they're both... They're all shit. <laughs> <laughs> they're all shit. That's my You're point. Right. They're horrible places, mate. Uh, Gavin says, name a pod in each line for fantasy. Now, we won't go each line because I don't have it right in front of me. Name a what? A, a POD. Play, player a of podcast. Difference. Oh, a player but, of difference. Next week, when we have a little bit Fact. more time, we'll probably dive into some actual fancy stuff. But name, yep. name a POD that you're running with, Hayden. I think running with is loose. I think training with the squad okay. is probably a better way to put it. POD, um, that's training with the squad. De- defense, I've got uh, Darcy Tucker in there at the moment. He, he's yeah. training. He's won't, training won't be a POD for much longer if he yeah. has a good preseason. So at the moment, look, got my phone up here. He's got 5%. So that's, that's a pod for me. Absolutely, it is. Um, anyone else that comes to mind, gents? Well, my... From a defense standpoint? No, nah, not defense. Yeah, I have three players on my entire team at the moment. Sure. That's a no one else has rocked up the training. It's a small training group, mate. Mm. My POD, and he's he's more than just the training squad. He's mm. leadership group. Okay. And like I said, I said him last week. I'm high on him. It's Andy Bradshaw. Yes, I wouldn't say he's a pod though. I don't. Well, here we go. Let me check his percent. Let me check his percent. What did you just say? Do what did you just say? Huh? I know he did. Four percent. He's a pod. Sorry, mate. <laughs> I've, hey, Andy Bradshaw's with me as well, so we're, yeah. he's, um, wouldn't say his leadership group, he's prone to punch people, I don't like that in my leadership group. So, what? Um, well, get punched. Prone to get his jaw broken by criminals. Um, Ruckman, Ruckman, I'm just going to say, I think I'm not going to, he's not training with me, but I think Rowan Marshall's a pod. He could be training with you. So, you look with Paddy Rowan Ryder. Marshall will be training with me. Yep, so Rowan Marshall, um, and then the forward line, I know there's... He's got 10%, so there's a fair few people already on him. But you've got Jade Gresham. Um, you've got a fair no, few pods in that line. I will not line. be going anywhere near I've Jade. got one as well. Jack Gunston, mate. He's priced really, really nice. Very cheap. Very, very 1% cheap. 1% ownership. Yeah, very, very mm. cheap. He's training at the moment with me. Just need to see. Think about Clarko, mate. They used to fucking chuck Gunston all over the place. But, I don't know what Mitchell's going to be doing. But the Jack thing Gunston. is as well... He's genuinely like he averages seventy five, and that's a that's a yeah, big win. And he's he's plus sixty. What is, plus sixty? Or it's below that. Yeah, it's it like be. a solid yeah. fifty. Yeah. So all you need is twenty point upside. Um, anyone else from the midfield that you're thinking of? No, not at this stage for me. I've only got the brush. I've, I've admitted I've got a very vanilla team right now. Yep. But I might need to go vanilla because it's what I'm like. I'm going to go super rogue. Patrick super Cripps. rogue. Patrick Cripps, nice little one there too. Mm. I can't see how he doesn't average more than eighty this year. Oh, he has to. Uh, Brock Russell came back again and said, Ooh, uh, double up from Brock. Are you still coaching Cobbers? That's a no. No. He is not. That's unfortunate. Due to for my Cobb. work commitments. Correct. My ha- new work commitments. Yeah. Happens to the best of us. Yes. Uh, bang, bang. We'll miss that one. We've got two more before we go through one of them in a nice big segment we have up next. Luke McNamee, we go. Which American sports talk show host would you like to go head to head with and topic? Give me fucking Skip Bayless yeah, and Luka Doncic right now. I'd smoke that fool. Why would honestly. you? Smoke, why would you smoke that fool? Because he every time this is a this is a deal bait. It's just up here. A sh- he doesn't like him. Does it's he? a shame that Shannon Sharp is well. For starters, they probably make the show so that Shannon can't make Skip look like a douchebag all the time. Yeah. but like. Skip would be like, oh, Luca can't shoot threes. That's why they're shit this playoff series. And he averages like 50% in the playoffs. Mm. It's like, bro, it's like, this is now the postseason, not the regular season. He doesn't like LeBron either, does he? No, he hates LeBron. I'd smoke that fool. The thing is, with the thing that I really struggle with some of these highly dramatized um, sporting TV shows, whatever you want to fucking call them, it's almost like this is the script. All right, who's playing which side here? Mm. Right, so they always disagree. Yeah, of course. And it's like, so Max Kellerman just gives me the shits for some reason. I love Max. But then, like, I look at Max and I go, is he saying what he believes and he disagrees, or is it because yes. of the topic someone has to disagree? Well, you know, you know, you know that Skip actually believes it because then he gets on and tweets about it. Yeah. He's a dickhead. Yeah. But no, Max unfortunately probably fell to the need to be on the opposite side of Stephen A. Smith, and then they chose Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, I don't um. Don't know who I'd go head to head with. I'm trying to think. Anyone for you, Kobe? 
No, I don't even watch any of them. Yeah, no, nah, they, they're yeah, they're they're not. Some of the shows are gr- uh, not bad, but Skip holds a place in my yeah, heart. Skip, I think Skip's the dark good. side of my Give heart. Give me mm. Kendrick Perkins and any topic. Yes, because he's yep. a mong. Yep, agreed. And then this one here, uh, this one is from Casey Vander. He goes, thoughts on the Bl- Brian Flores saga, mate. What will he still get a coaching role now? There is no chance in history that Brian Flores gets another NFL head coaching job. So we'll start with this. Yep. Bit un- Are we all up to date with it? Yeah. I am. Yep. Bit unlucky to get the sack in the first place. Very unlucky. I wouldn't say unlucky. I think it just sums up where Miami are as an organisation. Yeah, so meaning him, for him it's unlucky. Yep. But you then don't come out and say that you offered $100,000 for every loss, Brian. So, let's, let's paint the landscape out for some of our listeners that have no idea what we're actually going on about. Yeah. Brian Flores uh, was the head coach of the Miami Dolphins in the NFL for the last two seasons. Both of both seasons, winning record. Mm. All right? Usually, if you have a winning record, you keep your job. This is the Dwayne Casey of the... Um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, um, Dwayne Casey, from a lot of sources, is not a very good coach. No. He just had good talent. Okay. Yes. Um, and Brian Flores is African-American coach in the NFL um, and in there's what 32 teams Correct. or 30 teams either way 32 um, and if, when Brian Flores was the coach there was only two African American head coaches in the league which is you know pretty a, it's a farce anyway he gets fired unexpectedly and he then comes out and accuses the owner of the Dolphins of a couple seasons ago offering him $100,000 per loss that he was going to get, so they would get better a better draft hand mm. in the draft. And then apparently said owner was outraged because they started winning games towards the end of the year, mm. right? Then, obviously, he gets fired, and he's now started to interview for a couple of new head coaching jobs, after which major one was with the Giants. Giants would be almost like a, a West Coast Eagles sort of organisation, very traditional, very um, successful over a long period of time, haven't had too much down downtime, although the Giants have been pretty unsuccessful of late. They almost give this sham interview to Brian Flores. They've already decided who they're going to hire and then just out of like tokenism have given Flores an mm. interview after the fact. The way Flores found out about this was before the interview, Bill Belichick, the New England head coach, of which he coached Brian Flores. Um, he was one of his assistants way back when. Um pretty much was messaging a guy named Brian, of which that's Brian Flores, who thought he was messaging um, Brian Flores, going, mate, the Giants want you, Brian, rah, 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 congratulations, good luck in your interview. And then the texts actually were misread. It was meant for a guy named Brian Dable, who was the offensive coordinator at, fuck, forget it now, can't remember. But anyway, so Brian Dable got the job. And mistakenly was messaging Brian Flores Ooh. saying, Congratulations, mate. That's an old person move. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It is an old person That's move. That's Bill yep. Belichick being yep. old. So Bill Belichick knew that Brian Dable got the job yep. before Brian Flores interviewed, even interviewed. Even interviewed. Flores still went ahead and did the interview. Apparently, he was fucking angry as all hell. He's also tried to interview for the Denver head coaching job a few years ago when Vic Fangio got it. And accused, well, has accused that John Elway, the famous John Elway at the Denver Broncos, rocked up hungover to the interview. Mm. So, long story short, Brian Flores has said this is fucking bullshit. Um, as an African American man and what's happening in the NFL, this is ridiculous. <clears throat> and he's taken four teams to court. He's filed a lawsuit against the NFL. Um, you know going along the lines of systemic racism, which, in my eyes, I agree with. So You can't really say no, can you? No, you can't. Um, The NFL put out a statement this morning, which basically said, we know there's something wrong and we're trying to fix it. The worst thing is, is that... So, and American... This has been massive on the American talk show um, for the last few weeks. If you're looking at... So, Giants, perfect example... Everyone's saying that Brian Flores was a really hard taskmaster when he was down in Miami. Like he's almost dictator-like. Yep. Name all the head coaches in the NFL who have been successful. You could argue they're the exact same. Yeah. Especially at the Giants, when you had a guy named Bill Parcells, he was a fucking dictator. A guy called Tom Coughlin, who was the coach when Eli Manning won the Super Bowls against Brady. Dictator-like. And the last three hires they've had were all coordinators who have never coached before. 
And now they've decided to hire another coordinator instead of offer it or even have a decent interview for a coach who might be a bit of a dictator but hasn't has a winning record mm. in a shit organization with a shit team in yep. Miami. Yep. So and he's a Brooklyn boy. So um yeah, so he's almost conceded his own coaching career and he's well aware that he's gonna just put it in the toilet for, for to create bigger change and more awareness. So yeah, hope there's some change, but yep. it's pretty fucking. It's a bit of a joke. Yeah, it's a shame. You don't have to look very far to see what um, the NFL does with people who try to change that um, yeah, that co- culture. Kaepernick. So, yeah. yep. so they have Colin a, Kaepernick's not playing again. So. Yeah. Well, you got Kaepernick and you got Blind Flores have that both spoken out. That's probably enough already from a systemic mm. standpoint. Um, and the last one, the NFL. It's not a rule that's well known, but there's a Rooney, the Rooney rule. As well, so each organisation has to have a certain percentage of minorities within their organisation, and everyone's just destroying this rule now, saying it's just flawed, and you have to agree with it. There you go. Yeah. All right. So now these, I'm going to just say all these. So don't don't even try to answer them because they're going to be answered. Yep. In a minute, just shouting out people. Yes. Corey Wilson. Yes. Nick Hockley, see cricket show chief, <laughs> should be hung in the streets of Perth. Discuss. Whoa. We then have can Zach Sarah. Can we go Australia, not Perth? Fair enough. Yep. Zach Sarich, who will be the next Australian coach? Zach Sarich, do you think will be an ex-legend punter in brackets or not because of how they treated Langer? And then Josh Williams, Langer, New Langer, comma, New England coach, house. So let's move into our first segment. What the fuck? Yeah. What so, the fuck? So they made him re-interview for the job. And then said his six month contract, and he turned around and said, "Nah, that is correct." And regardless of how he went in said six months, no extension to be offered. Well, fair enough then. So he could have won the World T Twenty World Cup, which deal was predicted Australia will win. No, I said we'll make the final. Yeah, he did. Sorry, yep. And no, would not be extended. He's got a family to look after. Beyond that, (laughs) what do you guys think? I've got my views, and I know I could talk all fucking day about this, but I want to hear. Well, your it's thoughts. it's for me like there's it's. I think we we set we we said it two or three weeks ago. What's the ideal setup? I said Langer coaching the Tests, Ponting coaching the white ball cricket. Eventually, there's a handover when Langer doesn't want to do it anymore because we've seen it in the last few years. Traditionally, cricket coaches in the last few years that is don't last more than what. Three or four seasons. Yeah, depending. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was almost yeah. Let's let's do that transition in time. Mm. But right now, Justin Langer, who's just won an Ashes, and we'll repeat this a hundred thousand times, an Ashes and a T Twenty World Cup, which we shouldn't have even gotten close in. I don't care if he's a dictator. Mm-hmm. You motherfuckers want to win. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And if you're not winning, you're sucking about it. So while you're winning, how about you just pick that. Ch- Bottom lip up and yeah. play some cricket. In terms of legends picking up the job now, I don't think it will happen because no. it'll ha- it has to be someone from within Cricket Australia. Yeah, because yeah. no one would want to take that. Well, job even now. even even Ponting right now, exactly. He's come out and just slammed Cricket Australia and the captain. He can't coach now. No, he won't. Ca- he won't yeah. coach. The thing that really irks me is JL. Regardless, so I'll be honest. I actually don't mind that he so. On the face value, I don't mind that he's not the Australian head coach anymore. Okay? It's how it's occurred mm. and the context of all of it. JL took over the ca- took over the coaching role in wartime. Correct. He's a wartime coach. All right? clean for my baby. Yep. Mm. Fuck oath. Okay? So he, he, t- <laughs> he took over a sinking ship and made it afloat and patched it all up. Gained the trust back. He did everything that was asked from him, both on the field and off the field. He coached his first season without Warner, without Steve Smith. That's fucking... Without Cam Bancroft as well. Mm. Okay. And brought in like Tim Payne, etc. He then was heavily criticised about a year ago for pretty much when COVID really hit, really, about how dictatorship, well, dictator he sort of was, how the regime was very, very to the minuscule and full control. And then he listened to Cricket Australia's feedback, listened to the players' feedback, saying, mate, you need to relinquish some of this control. Like, just chill out, mate. Did that. Won a World T20 and won an Ashes doing what Cricket Australia and the players wanted. And now he's fucking pulling knives from out, the back of his, out of his back. All right? 
to have Pat Cummings come, Cummins. I'm gonna fuck him. I'm gonna call him Cummings to come out. And I don't know about you, Dill. If you liked your coach, all right, or regardless if you're the, you're the captain of the team, and someone's up up for extension, you would go, mate. We fucking love JL. We love him. We want him back. Look what he's done. The body of work, etc. And when he came out a few days ago in his presser and he said, ah, it's out of our hands. This is Cricket Australia's issue um, between them and Justin Langer. Well, you know, we'll, we'll support whatever the decision is. That's fucking deafening, mate. Oh, yeah. That is deafening. That's what he didn't say made the noise. Yes. And yeah. made me fucking sick that the lack of appreciation for what Justin's done for Australian cricket. So... He brought back what it meant to be an Australian cricketer. He brought that back because under Darren Lehman, no one knows what the fuck was going on. And yeah, it's, it's this a is cricket job. Australia's issue though. They go from they go from being the heroes to the villains so quickly all the time, and that's why everyone's having such trouble even giving a fuck about them yep. at the moment. So this has been heavily, well, I guess, interpreted. The players don't want Justin Langer, right? So they're saying that JL's a bit of a dictator. Um, et cetera, et cetera. Who won the World T20 deal? Who's responsible for that, do you believe? Players and coaches. Yep. yep. Arguably the players. Yep. They're the ones hitting the ball, one yeah. following it. Yep. Yeah. Who won the Ashes? Players and players. coaches. Yep. Okay. Okay. Let's go earlier. Who? So we drew the Ashes over in England, right? That's where he, like, we saw on the test and everyone's like, fuck, he's a hard taskmaster, JL. All right. Remember that when Stokes made 100 or whatever it was? Any, that most memorable Ashes moment? Who who let that happen? That was the players. The captain. The captain, the players, yeah. So some of the leaders. Yeah, yeah, okay. So the thing everyone's saying that, for me anyway, the players win and lose, all right, regardless. But when you play for your country, mate, you've got to have fucking someone that would go into bat bleed with you and make it uncomfortable to get the best out of yourself. Would Marnus Labashane be Marnus Labashane today if Justin Langer was not the coach? I honestly don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. I, I don't think so. That. I really don't think so. If Darren Lehman was the head coach or someone else was the head coach and they weren't as full on or relentless as what JL was, I don't think Marnus Labashane would be Marnus Labashane. I yeah. really don't. So, but now... Talking a bit of a segue, who's going to take over the job? Won't be a fucking ex-Australian player. No. Ricky Ponting's not going to be Won't be Ricky Ponting, won't be Matthew Hayden, won't be anyone else like that. And the only person it really looks like, it's going to be fucking Trevor Bayliss. Trevor Bayliss is currently coaching the Sydney Thunder. Used to coach England. He revolutionised their white ball cricket, as most may know. He looks like the lead candidate for the job Mm. for me. So, because Andrew McDonald's interim at the moment. Yep, interim at the moment. So he'll lead him in Pakistan. Correct. (laughs) And um, Trevor Bayliss will come in and... He's, yeah, all the and all reports. He used to coach New South Wales back in the day. So talking about funny a that. Well, that's the thing. Yep. That's that's the thing. They're they're saying a lot of it is the New South Wales New South Wales Brigade. Yep. Um, of your Stark, your Hazelwood, your Lyon, your Cummins, your Warner are the ones that have yep. really jumped on and said we don't like yep. Langer and pushed the move. I tell you something right now, Dill. Give me two more Christmases, and Justin Langer's book will be the most purchased book <laughs> in the fucking world. I'll be reading that shit ten times. Can we do like a? a he won't. He won't bullshit, mate. Can we he do like bullshit. an Australia A, which Langer coaches and everyone that likes Langer goes and plays for him, and then yeah. Australia, and then in Australia, you yeah. know how you used to go Australia A on yeah, my yeah, cricket yeah. or whatever. JL's eleven. Yeah, JL's eleven versus Australia. Yeah, and just be like, and when we then we win and we say, and it's fuck basically you. every state and then New South Wales. Correct. I just feel so bad for him. Like, I, so again, I should don't mind that he got moved on, right? So that he's not continuing to coach. I thought the four years that he did was fantastic, but how Cricket Australia handled this whole situation is shit house. They Correct. are shocking at handling tough situations. It was ab- like Tim I'll- Payne. Yes, it's a completely different situation, but that was a shit. Fire. So I almost see like- this in my eyes. I see this as similar to the Golden State Warriors. So they had Mark Jackson, their coach in the early 2010s, and he took him to the playoffs, and he was really, really good. They ended up sacking him, and they brought in Steve Kerr. And they took him, Steve Kerr took him from good to great. All right? I see this as a, as a similar sort of scenario. But when they moved Mark Jackson on Golden State, they said, fantastic coach, loved him, thank you so much, Mark, but we're bringing in Steve because we feel like that Steve's the person that can take us to that next level. JL took us out of wartime, took us, you know, the public love JL, 
But I don't think Australia can become a better cricket team under JL. Yep. It needs okay. new leadership. But you don't fucking piss on him. Don't say anything. You don't support him. And let leaked little things go out into the media saying that fucking players don't like JL, rah, rah, rah. you got to endorse him and say, mate, JL, thank you so much for your four years. He's been fantastic. Did exactly what we asked of him. But we feel that said coach coming in um, will be able to take us into the number one test ranking or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Fucking bottle this, mate. It's so bad. Does he get the English job deal? Does not he's, go near it. He's no, apparently he'll... very good friends with Andrew Strauss. No, he, he wouldn't do it. It'd be funny, but... It'd be the biggest fuck you... To Australian sport, if Justin Langer went and did England, Justin Langer has always been Australia, fucking right to the core. He said, "No, fuck England, fuck these." Rah, rah, rah. Excuse my French, but whoa, going to England. <laughs> oh, jeez, yeah, we're gonna yeah. do a bit of a <laughs> beep, beep. If he goes to England, I don't think that's because Justin wants the job. I think he's trying to prove a point. Mm. Do you think Justin's? Do you honestly? The more I say it, the more I think of it. Of what? JL going to do the England. No, I don't reckon he'll do England. It'd be funny if he went and did like India and then pants or something. He wouldn't do India. Well, India's done. India's got Royal Driver in there. Yeah, now. but we just. Or yeah. well, Pakistan. Go could to you Pakistan. imagine, seriously? With Matthew Hayden. Could you imagine the Ashes? Where would your allegiances lie? Obviously, you're Australian. You want Australia to win. But if Justin Langer's coaching England and everyone loves Justin Langer yeah. in the country, you want and England win the Ashes, then I'm, then I'm English. Oh, imagine that, Rory Burns, leading run scorer. <laughs> Alrighty, let's move on. So, we had pretty huge news that finally got confirmed. Yes. Tom Brady retired. I can't believe this is Tom Brady retired. 22 years. 22 years, and in his 22nd year, led the league in passing and passing touchdowns. Passing yards and passing touchdowns. Hayden, we already know your answer. Kobe, should he have retired? Yes. I'm no. Yeah. No way. He's still too... He's still too good. I know that a lot of people. I know that people. You, you know my answer. Your answer last week he? was yes. That he should have retired. Yeah. Yeah. How was he? Forty-four. Forty-four. Forty-five. Forty-four. Forty-four. I know a lot of people defend s- yourself, Dylan. Oh well, I just I know a lot of people say you know they they hate it when the players get to like you know that that time in their career where they probably should have retired a couple of seasons ago and they're really starting to lose their mind. Mm. I honestly don't think Tom Brady would have a season like that. Mm. No. His season like that would be down to fifth in passing yards, down to fifth in passing touchdowns, which is still a good season. But. Huh? But. But. So, what? My, sorry, my point is, because Tom Brady set such a high mark, even this season just gone, MVP com- conversation, even if there was a small decline to fourth or fifth, that would be deemed a decline. Oh, of course, of course, it's a decline, but it's not a big enough decline to be like he should have retired to five, five years ago. Yeah. So he was still that good. And also, though, I'm a bit about context. The way he bowed out mm. was a know, bit strange. Bit strange. He, AB caused a fuck sh- a shitload of ruckus yeah. in there. Bruce Arians being a toss. Um, last kick scenario came like could have gone. You know. Yeah. I just think he should have gone. It wasn't deserving of the way he went the out. To be honest, is. so I, I, I wish he, I wish he went on again. But for me, you look at him. What does he have left to do? He's won everything yep. possible, and he's arguably the greatest athlete ever. I think it's so, two, it's two parter. I think you don't want to end. So I'm massive on you'd rather retire a year early than a year late. I would rather sit there, go got a little bit left in the tank, and then everyone's gone. He could have gone one more. And still got a positive or just gone, he was fucking awesome all the way to the end. Yeah. Instead of being like, say, Ben Roethlisberger or... Well, fuck. I mean, the perfect example, and we've heard about his issues with his foot now. He can hardly walk, is Dirk. Yes. Yeah. Should yeah. have retired three seasons earlier. The, the yeah. problem... Ricky, the o- Ricky Ponning, same deal. The only difference with Dirk was is that his two seasons were literally dragging his foot across the floor. Oh, yeah. Like, Brady's still... Top three quarterback in the league. Oh, 100%. But this is the thing. And he so probably would have been if he played another four years. Yeah. Well, you look good. at, so cricket context, Ricky Ponning, he's always said he should have retired in around 2012 and he kept playing to about 2015. Mm. If he retired in 2012, I don't think it would be a question of doubt he was Australia's best ever cricketer. Yeah. But because of the last three years that he played and the decline that he showed, he's not as prominent in our yeah, mind. Didn't he drop away. his average from like mid 50s to like 51 or something? Yeah, yeah. So he had a decline. So that's the last thing that we remember. You look at Brady right here, right now. I reckon another big reason why he retired is that I don't reckon he thought he, there was a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay next year. Yeah. So that was a big reason. And then 44, blight. I mean, you had two weeks ago, Gronk basically said, I'm out. No, yep. it doesn't matter what happens. Yeah, everyone's falling apart. Um, yeah. 
The yeah. retirement home is finally retired. He holds a dear spot in my heart, being TB12 for so many years. What is your best Brady memory that comes to you? Well, I was What's a late... Favorite? I know you were late to the party. I was a late bloomer to NFL in general. So, oh, the top one that comes to me... Obviously, you got the you got the Falcons. What year was the Falcons come back? I think it was 20... It was five years ago. So, 2017. So, <laughs> I was just like... I was noticing what was happening at the time. Yeah. I was just noticing. You... My... The biggest one that stands out to me, honestly, is him probably losing to Philly. Sure. But, Philly special almost. Yeah, but yeah. then the best one in that time was probably just last year and him walking in and beating Mahomes, who's yep. meant to be yeah the the who is a god. I love mm. him so much. However, mm. and I wish I didn't support the Minnesota Vikings, but yeah, they were my two. They're my two big ones yep. for his latest. Kobe, I'm um, not even that big into the NFL, but when he kissed his son on the lips, that's <laughs> that's that's wholesome. <laughs> Kiss your dad on the lips. That's what's we're, that's what we're here for. And he's also married to Giselle. Right? Yeah, he, the man can't lose. He there's can't. So, there's so many moments. He's single-handedly the greatest NFL player to ever play. And he can he will go down in the conversation for greatest sportsman of all time. And I love the fact that he is by no mean the greatest athlete ever. Yep. Like not even close. Really, athlete though. No, in terms of athletic athleticism. He's he, a, I'm faster than him. Yeah. Oh, you just said he's yeah. not. And you yeah. can probably catch yes. better than him by yep. the looks. Yep. Yes. <laughs> the thing for me, it's not so much a moment, it's a feeling. When Brady takes the ball with two minutes to go and they're down, you know Brady's going to win New England or Tampa the game. You know Brady's got the ball last possession. No matter what you do defensively, Brady's going down the other end of the field and he's fucking creating a comeback and they're going to fucking win. Well, it's a saying, isn't it? Um, death taxes and Brady coming back. Yep. On his back. Mm. Excellent. <laughs> um, so, here's one for you. This is not Brady related. This is 2022, last weekend. Sure. Yes. Has Joe Burrow's heroics made for a worse Super Bowl then we could have gotten if he had just done what he was meant to and lost. No, I don't think so. So yeah, so Joe Burrow walks in twenty-one to three down, Brady like, yeah. and beats the Chiefs. Uh, Mahomes got, with yeah. a um, yeah. shat himself. Enzo, not Enzo, sorry. Overtime interception. Uh, Burrow, they march the field, kick the um, field goal, and win. LA do what they were meant to to. Um, yeah, little comeback in the last quarter to San Fran, but that was it. This is for a long time, for as long as I've even like witnessed the NFL or had yep. any sort of inkling on what's going on. This is the first time where no one really knows who to support. Because like, I pick Rams. Everyone, in everyone likes the Rams and yep. Matt Stafford, but then everyone loves the Bengals and yep. Burrow. So yeah. I reckon there's a lot of people out there who don't really follow the NFL and they see the Bengals in the Super Bowl and they go, who are the Bengals? Exactly. Like, do you know, fun fact, the Bengals are the only NFL team not to have an indoor facility. Fun fact, you told us that two weeks ago. No, really? Okay, well, there we go, new news. <laughs> um, so, the thing, I don't think this is, a, a lot of people go, the Rams are going to win, the Rams are going to win. I don't think it's that cut and dry. That offense, that the Burrow, that the Burrow and Chase... They've got some weapons, mate. Mm. So they could torch the Rams if they're not careful. And the Rams are just going to try to keep the ball away from Burrow as much as possible. But I picked the Rams in preseason. I have to stick with them. But to answer your question, do we have a shit Super Bowl? Mm. No. The reason why is that there has not been one dominant team all year. I think it's going to be genuinely close. I reckon it's going to be a good... I hope so. It's not going to be a memorable Super Bowl. But it's because... It's not like um, it's the Patriots versus an underdog. Or like the Chiefs versing an underdog. It's two genuinely even sort of teams and they both have their pros and cons. Well, here, I, th- I think it'll be a memorable Super Bowl, sorry, mm. if the Bengals win. I think it'll be a memorable Super Bowl because it's like uh, it's like Collingwood West Coast 2018. Two teams that you didn't think were going to be in the grand final produce arguably one of the best games ever. I think it'll be very similar to that and I think the Bengals will win by three. Ooh. In overtime. Notoriously. In overtime. Notoriously. I'm on a roll. I'll get that right. Take out the Philly and Patriots Super Bowl. Notoriously, the Super Bowl is not a very offensive game. Notoriously. And that's what the Bengals do really, really well. I can't see with two weeks prep, because the game's next weekend, Chase getting off the chain. You've got 
Jalen Ramsey, one of the best cornerbacks, is going to sit on him. So I think this is going to be Rams' win, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than what people think. Yep, there you go. Alrighty, the All-Star Reserves got announced. Yes. Not a lot of controversy here, so we'll go straight to the East. Where's my man, Jared Allen? Jimmy Butler, Darius Garland, James Harden, Zach Levine, Chris Middleton, Jason Tatum, and Fred Van Vliet. We then have, over to the West, D-Book, Luca, Rudy, Draymond Green, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, Carl Anthony Towns. So, makes me sick. snubs. I like that Darius Garland got a pick. Yeah. So, right. But what the hell? Chris Middleton? Yeah. Yeah. No. Don't know where that Disgusting, comes from. Disgusting, mate. Considering that... He's been injured, hasn't he? Been injured. The Bucks. even though the, the East is what they call, it's a log jam. Yeah. Yeah. It's like three games separating first and sixth. However, the Bucks haven't been doing great lately. Hmm. He's under 20 points per game. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah, that was a shit pick. Jared Allen has dropped off a little bit. He has. We will say that. However, definitely deserves some props. Yes. Yeah. So, well, that's the thing. You've got... Um, Kevin Durant's not going to be in it. So, you need a backup yep. there. So, you yep. need one of the replacement players. Oh, it has to be LaMelo Ball, surely. Over Jared Allen. Yeah. Uh, J- L- LaMelo Ball Jared Allen over Jared. Or Jalen Brown. Nah, see, I'm happy with Jalen Brown missing, to be honest. So LaMelo Ball has to be in. For me, he was so obviously uh, Middleton's a guard, so it has to be a guard for guard comp. Lamelo Ball has had a better season than fucking Chris Middleton. Yes, arguably. Yeah. So, oh, what Levine can go up and he can start in the in the game or whatever, and then Lamelo Ball comes in. But Jalen Brown, nah, mate. Seen that? I've seen that show. Yeah. No. Nah, yeah. J- Jared Allen would have been nice to see, but is he ahead of any of the other centers in there? Wouldn't mm. imagine. So, um, but overall, I think it's still pretty solid. That's who, just, this is actually a big one. Who is replacing Draymond Green in the West? Because you got your, there's a few candidates out there. So who's replacing Draymond Green in the West? Who are the candidates? I can't think. So a lot of people are running for DeJounte Murray. Yeah. Who, even though Spurs have been Trash. terrible, he's having career years. I mean, he years. is the Spurs almost. He's he having career point. years. Um, SGA? SGA, but injured and OKC yep. are trash. True. You then, a lot of people are then saying Anthony Davis. No. Who's missed a lot of time. No. He's been shocking this year. And at the end of the Been playing well the last couple of games. Though. I also people, hate him. People have said Brandon Ingram. Mm-hmm. Um, it's DeJounte Murray. It has to be. It has, yes, it I, has I, to I agree. Be. Generally has to be. It has to be DeJounte Murray. Lakers are currently down, what, 17 to the Knicks with LeBron back. Yep. So it's always a good start. But yeah, I think it has to be DeJounte Murray. Or Westbrook. <clears throat> no. <laughs> speaking of Westbrook, speaking of MVPs, right now, speaking of a logjam, who's the MVP right now? Because Steph's lost it. Steph's lost it. And I think, I- honestly, it is out of a three-way. It is Giannis, Jokic, or Embiid. And Embiid is... On a absolute tear at the moment. For the last two months, that man's Even been Even though he there. just got lukered yesterday. He did get lukered yesterday, but have to Luke also that. dunked twice in one game. And one of When's them, the last time that happened? And one of them was ever? on Andre Drummond's head. Yeah. Has that ever happened? Probably not. No. And they were explosive <laughs> too. So, yeah. Um, this is we... the worst thing. This is, this is the thing that shits me about the MVP race. It's a year-long award or season-long award, right? And to win it, you almost need to be... Fucking the MVP for the whole season, right? Oh, I it's Joel Embiid. For well, me. at the moment, so if we went two months ago, guess who we're saying? Steph. Yep. If you oh, go yeah. now, we guess, all said it. Guess yeah. who's saying? Embiid. Embiid. Yeah. It's patches throughout the season now. You're picking an MVP based off patches throughout the year. Jokic has actually been probably better than he has been last year. No, they, his his stats are better than yeah, last year. But it's recency bias. He won't win it two times in a row because the media will go. Oh, you can't give Jokic two-time MVP. 6C. Yeah, can't, you can't do that. I mean, Embiid's playing without Simmons. Yep. Tobias Harris is not playing well. Yep. You've got the Sixers half a game out of first in the East, I think. Yep. Yep. Two. Two. And he is dominating. Yeah, he is. And not not like 25 and 8. It's fucking 35 and 12. Yeah. Like and Durant, Durant's injured now. Yep. Yep. Um, For some reason, there's not... Fucking... Cavs were now third, 11 games above 500. Hey, who picked him in preseason to have a big year? Yep. They, they are now... They don't have an MVP candidate. The Heat, who are 13 games above 500... Yep. They do not have, don't an, MVP have an MVP candidate. candidate. 
The Bulls, who are 14 games and sitting first. Who would have bloody thought? I mean, you have DeMar DeRozan, but he's not going to win the MVP. No, They're just not going to give it to him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I like the Embiid selection. Um, and then you look at the Suns as well. Best team in the comp. Only lost the other day, halfway through the season, to finally get their yep. loss record into double yep. digits. Yep. They don't have an MVP candidate either. Embiid at the moment, what would you say his numbers are? When is are? the All-Star break? Like, come a couple weeks mid huh. yeah it's a couple weeks all star games on my birthday actually I think oh that's cute that is nice that'll make for a good graphic yes mm. Joel Embiid is averaging 29 points and 11 rebounds and four and a half assists this season yes so for those saying that he's had a big month or big two months he's been pretty good all year yep so um, he's been pretty good, but he's been dominant the last two, like we were saying before, more so than Steph and any others. So, Embiid at the moment, but can he hold on to it? Can he? Is there? Is it sustainable? Yeah. He just has to stay. Yeah, he well, just that's, has to stay healthy, doesn't that's he? That's the thing. He has to stay healthy. And this, though, this is exactly why. Even, and I'm going to say this right, and this is going to segue into like our next little bit of NBA before we wrap it up for the day. Yeah. Uh, the latest rumors coming out are that. We could have Ben. We could have Ben for James Harden. It could yep. be on. My problem now, still. I, let, I'm, okay, I'm going to say this. Even if Dar- sorry, even if Darren Morey gets it done, I still don't think he's done the right thing, mm. because you've now just played fifty-two games mm-hmm. where Joel Embiid has had to put up MVP numbers to, to keep the Sixers in it. To keep the Sixers in it. If this trade was done two months ago, that load off Joel Embiid yep. is. Yeah. He's an injury-prone big man. The chances yeah. of him breaking down in the playoffs now are a lot higher. Still, Extremely high. I've always said, out of what Philly should have done, they should have, like, we didn't know Ben was going to shit the bed. No, we didn't. So I've always been in the camp of you trade away Embiid purely because you can't rely on him in the playoffs physically. Yep. So, but, <laughs> Harden. Yeah, so trade, like I said, trade, trade deadline is in a few, oh, maybe not days. I think it's in about a week, the NBA trade deadline. Yep. The Harden for Ben deal is completely on, apparently. Both sides have come out and said we're willing to yep. get and it done. I kind of think Simmons will be a good fit in Brooklyn too. Actually, would be. He can't shoot to save himself, but then yep. he's got shooters around him. Yep. And it's kind of what Philly should have done with him. Yeah. Um, Trade deadline is on Thursday. And Harden will fit in so well at Philly. Well, yeah, you'd hope so. You'd hope. So a lot of... Uh, I hear a lot of... On know, paper. Yes, yeah, right. I hear a lot of experts say they still don't like the Harden fit because Harden might try to go to Embiid. Hey, you know, I'm also a superstar as well. Look at this. I don't, I don't think so. But you just you hope at, he won't. You look at how Harden's fit into Brooklyn and he's happily taken... When the big the three seat. were playing, they haven't played much. Yeah. But when they were playing, he was happy to average yeah. 15 points and yeah. 15 assists. So I don't think... Uh, He'll do whatever's best for the team, but I think, <laughs> fuck, I said Brooklyn to win the win it all, but you just—they are the most dysfunctional team I've ever seen, yeah. oh. and that's including the Lakers. Well, we we said a um, dysfunctionally talented team, would you say? Well, it's just they're all over the shop. We said they? it about a month ago that well, because that's actually one of the things you you see headlines pop up all the time. One of the main things here was that apparently he's sick of Kyrie Irving. And why wouldn't you be? Hmm. He's the only one that... Um, he's the reason why he's single-handedly holding that team back. Although Ooh. I have seen well, a that's, lot of... Well, that's, that's the thing. James Harden, he's the only one that hasn't won a ring. Hmm. He's the only one that sort of had to go through a bit of like controversy to get where they are. The other two just waltz in free agency. He's put his neck on the line, like pretty yeah. much sacrificed what yeah. he's always loved doing, which yeah. is shooting. And he's come in and Kyrie doesn't want to get vaccinated, only wants to play away games. So, well, I think mm. I think from what I've seen, he's quite frustrated with the Nets as an organisation as well. Yep. yep. So the thing is, obviously, it was a leaked story from Shams, the number two newsbreaker in the NBA, saying that Philly were pursuing a trade for Harden involving Ben Simmons. When you look at a, a leaked story like that, it's one of three who's leaked it. Was it Philly? Wouldn't have thought so. What's Philly got to gain out of it? They've been trying to fucking flick Ben for ages, right? Second one is, was it the Nets? Why would the Nets be fucking trying to get rid of James Harden? Guess who the third party is? James Harden. James Harden. Every bloody chance that James Harden 
and his camp have leaked this story to create, I guess, this narrative that he's not happy in Brooklyn and wants to go to a contending team and a stable organisation of which Philly are. Yep. So I think it's a win-win trade. And geez, wouldn't Daryl Morey be happy? He'd be happy. He would be happy. He's after his man. He's been after his man. Look at me, boys. Look at me, boys. And guess what? We're getting rid of Ben and I'm bringing in that top 10 player that I was saying I was going to get. Well, there you go. So um, trade deadline is on Thursday. Other than that, trade happening. Any other trades that you'd like to see go down? That I'd like to see. Real quick rapid fire. Julius Randle has apparently... Requested a trade. Un- yeah, really? un- under yeah the- under the rug, he has under requested a trade. Yep. Unofficially. Yeah, unofficially. Okay, so officially. Apparently, he is sick of New York. So, would you like to see that trade happen? Who would he go to? That's the thing. Good though. luck. Yeah. Which, which team does he make better? His contract is huge. Yeah, he... And he, he has been extremely inefficient, he inefficient was, this year. He's on the Finesse Hall of Fame. Yes. He had an... We forget. He had a serious all-star year. He had an all... Kobe, he had an all-NBA season. Yeah. Wasn't he all-NBA third yeah, he team? He was. He, he was. had an all-NBA season. Mm. And he got the bag and he's been a top one million player in the league. He just jacks him up. Yes. He's not a three... You're not a three-point shooter, Julius. And one of the most hostile NBA crowds in the in, in the NBA. Yes. The Knicks don't like him anymore. So. Oh, as soon as he put that thumb down, oh, that yeah. was, was game up. over for King Jules. Would you... Pursue him as the Mavericks. Uh, mm. There's only one man the Mavs should be going after. The problem, the problem with that is, he honestly ticks a few boxes. Mm. He ticks. He he can he can get his own shot. That's what he did all of last year. He can get his own shot. He's another creator, slightly better. He'd be like in between your like Brunson and what like a, what like a fucking. Dorian can do. Mm, mm. He won't average ten assists, but he can move the rock around. Yep. But his contract is huge. Yep. And now that Tim Hardaway is injured and out for most yep. of the season, mm-hmm. his contract is now like a negative. I doubt we'll move on from that. Before he got injured, I was if you had a sell told me, Dylan, what's the chance we trade Tim Hardaway? I would have said eighty five percent. Now it's more like five percent. So look, him and Porzingis just don't think they'd work. I really liked honest. the idea of the Mavs going after Miles Turner. Yeah. Yes, well, his foot, his foot stuff, yeah, is apparently, but apparently it's gotten better. Okay, but the the rumors were like two first. Could you we don't imagine, have that. Could you imagine Miles Turner lining up right next to Porzingis? No, it'd be great oh. because then Porzingis wouldn't have to beat down with the big boys, mm. and it'd be Block City. Two seven footers who can shoot. Speaking mm. of Indiana, though, this is the trade that I want to see happen. Mm. Okay, I want this trade to happen. I want Colin Sexton and Chetty Osman for Karis Levert. Okay. Now, Karis LeVert, the reason why I think he's an upgrade over Colin Sexton is because we all know Colin Sexton is a point guard that doesn't like to point. Mm. He yes. doesn't want. He doesn't like to he's shoot. A shooting he's, guard. he's a scorer. That's right. He's a shooting guard, he's playing point guard. Correct. And he's 6'1". So, he's Alan Iverson. That's right. So the thing is, uh, Karis LeVert, we've seen in... Um, We've seen in Brooklyn, we've seen in Indiana when they were healthy. They haven't been healthy much, but they when they were, he can play off the ball. Um, he can be a pretty decent playmaker. Scored 45 yesterday. Yep. Can be a pretty decent playmaker. Is a wing player. So, not the best defensively, but when you've got Jared Allen and Evan Mobley, you sort of make up for that. I think he'd slot in very nicely. And you could probably go into the playoffs with Garland and Okoro or someone else. Mm. Uh, All Levert. capable. Who? All capable. All capable. So, let's just say Garland, Okoro, Levert, Mobley, Allen. That's a pretty good team. That could win a series. Can yeah. I put a little trade uh, query in your head, Dill? Yep. What do you think of Jalen Brunson? I think he's severe. Is this year he has become more rated? Yep. But still underrated. So my thing is, can I butt in quickly? Go. I think Jalen Brunson is what Fred VanVleet was three or four years That's ago. That's what people are saying. Yep. But this is the thing: Jalen Brunson can't be Fred VanVleet two with Luca. He can't. He just can't. He needs to handle the rock. Luca's not giving up the ball. And you wouldn't. All right? I, this is just me if I was the Mavs. I would flick Jalen Brunson and bring in more people that would be able to compliment Luca. Because rumour is, and it's true, you guys can only offer four years 50 mil for Brunson when his contract expires. Everyone else can, like the Celtics, can offer four years 90. Mm. So... 
it's look like looking very likely he's not going to stay at the maths long term. Mm. So you may as well flick him and try to bring back assets, either they be expiring contracts or whatever. Guys that would be able to complement, like be a genuine shooting guard, not like like Brunson. Yeah. Let's be fair, he's a point guard. Yeah, <clears throat> you know what I mean. Yeah. So I know contractually it sort of kills. Because like, he's on the cheap. Contract like, contractually is the worst part about it because he's only earning him like genuinely like one point five mil. Yeah. So like the one of the <clears throat> biggest trade sort of packages was probably like a him, a Hardaway, a Dorian. That gets you thirty mil. Yeah. That could potentially get you a second best player. Yeah. On the mats. Um. But at the moment, um, I think we can. I think we can offer him a little bit more in the off season because we get to go over the tax. Yeah. Or, Sorry, over the cap because he's yep. a uh, bird rights guy. But yeah, I, th- I think he'll stay just because we don't have enough other salary to package. And then like, yeah. the funny thing is, I see it all over Twitter, the mock trades are like Jalen Brunson for a first and a role player. Oh, but everyone around the league wants to give him $20 million a year. Mm-hmm. So how the hell is he only worth a first and a role player? So I think yeah. he'll stay. And Celtics have to do something for me. They're not going to though, because it's Boston Celtics. Yeah. The rumors are they're literally trying to give away Schroeder. Yep. Yeah. Like, like we're talking like, if someone has a trade exception, give us a second round pick and put him into the trade exception. I think I as well. I would like to see CJ McCollum get traded. I would like to see the Wizards do something mm. because they need to. Bradley Beal has to make a decision. Apparently, they have put everyone up for trade that isn't Except named Bradley, Bradley Beal. Yeah. So that's good. And I would like to see Darren Fox get traded. Because <laughs> he doesn't deserve to be in Sacramento. There you go. I'm the other way. I hate he's Darren Fox. B- he's better than that. I hate Fox. I can't stand him. I think he's a poor he man. Bur- he can burn in hell in Sacramento. <laughs> yeah. but <laughs> That's what he said. For me, Darren Fox is a poor... Bear with me. A poor man's Westbrook. He's inefficient. So you use Westbrook. He's inefficient. Uh, I don't see him But on, he's so fast. He's so yeah, fast. Yeah, so fast. He's inefficient. Um, handles... Needs the ball... And I don't see him winning big playoff games with his skill set. I think if you put him in a good team with good shooters, not name the Sacramento Kings, Agreed. he'll be a good player. Uh, I'd, really say, good I'd player. say Sacramento um, are good at shooting. They are very good at shooting. They just suck. And yeah, they're never going to get any better. Because they're Sacramento. Marvin Bagley, brother. <laughs> Marvin Bagley. Do you man. have something else to say? You look like you're about to say something. I was thinking... All right. Nothing so, happened. All right, well, there we go. Trade deadline is this Thursday. You know I'll be up till 1 a.m. to yep. see the deadline. Yep. Most exciting time of the year for me. I don't like Julius Randle. Yeah, a bit of contracts. Luca for Julius, I think. Yep, done deal. <laughs> deal will probably right. never come back. Yeah, never. Would you burn your jersey? No. I've already told you I can't burn them. They're too expensive. <laughs> deal would have to go for New York. <laughs> Kobe, you've got a quiz for us. He is New York. I do have too. a quiz. Five questions. <clears throat> you've got... 20, 30 seconds to answer them, Whoa. and it's one person at a time. Okay, so, so five how? each? Five each. Oh, they're okay, the same so questions. Okay. And whoever gets more right wins. What do you mean they're the same questions? We're yeah. both in here. Do we need no, it? so one person leaves. Oh, okay, but this is wrong. Oh, not this again. I hate this. I fucked this up. Who's got the most tackles in AFL history? Paper, scissors, rock. Do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. Oh. Say my name, it sounds so sweet. <laughs> Coming from the lips of an angel. Alright, right, ready? So they're all recently they're all recency bias. Recency bias. Yep, so what's happened recently? They've all happened recently. Okay. Alright. Good just to have me and you like a bit of me and you time, by the way. Yeah, I fucking wanna die right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Sir? Yes. Mm-mm. So, I need. Is it similar to previous uh, quizzes that you've run that I need to say? You ask a question, I say it, and that will be worth a certain amount of points. No, 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 no. It's one point each. Okay. If you can't get one, pass because there's five questions and you've got thirty seconds to get them. Okay. All right. Ready? I'm okay. just setting a. So I need to answer all five and try to get it right. That is. That's how you know thirty seconds is up. When okay. That sound plays. Okay. All right. Ready? Okay. Set. Go. What is the new name of the Washington football team? Uh, 30 seconds to answer this, don't I? I know it's like command. Very sure it's the commanders. Correct. What winter Olympic sport does Dean Hewitt compete in? Oh, fuck. No idea. You can pass. Pass. What is the competition that will see Federer and Nadal compete together? Pass. Joe Burrow was born in which US state? State. Mm, I'll just start answering these now. You've got... Oh, that's here. Done. Wait, what? You're done. I said 30 seconds. 
I thought you meant I had 30 seconds each question, mate. No, 30 seconds. What the fuck? Get out of the room. No, I don't have to get out of the room. Get out of the room. What do you mean? Get out of the room. That's fuck. You didn't explain that. I think I've explained no, it pretty you well. Third... Deal. What? Nah, that's Deal. Nah, your fucking quizzes are bullshit. Deal. <laughs> that's fucked. What? If I say you've got 30 seconds to answer these questions, what would you think? No, no, no. You did not would say you think that. 30 seconds to answer five questions or do you think 30 seconds each question? What the fuck, mate? I'm going to go back and listen to this. You have not explained this at all to him. He's gone, you've got 30 I seconds. I said, you've got you've five questions, you've got 30 seconds to answer them. So I'm guessing you mean all five and 30. Thank you, dude. But the pro- the thing was, it was 30... Yeah, I don't know. No, it's so fucking... So did, did he not get through no. all No. No, so I said, you should probably start answering these questions. And he's yeah, like, Joe Burrow. Yeah, because I'm sitting there going, I've got... And I said the very first question. So I've got 30 seconds to answer this. So how, so how many seconds? No. So, how many so you got thirty seconds to answer five questions. Yeah, and how many questions Fucking did he get through? He got through three. Yeah, and he didn't even answer two of them. What do you mean? Exactly right. You fucking bottle this because he's a numpty. Guess right. what? It's got nothing to do with me. It's all about the person facilitating. That's one thing I've learned. If you've got the answerer confused, it's on the facilitator. Mate, can I my question? Blame the so player, not the game. Unbelievable. All right, unbelievable. Thirty seconds to answer these five questions. Yeah, done. Fuck Ready? It. Yeah. All right. Are you, sorry, are you going to say them all in a row first? What is the new nickname of the Washington football team? The Commanders. Which Winter Olympic sport does Dean Hewitt compete, compete in? Curling. Competition that will see Fed and Adele compete together. The Davis Cup. Oh, no, it's not the Davis Joe Cup. Joe Burrow was born in which US state? I'm, I don't think he... Louisiana. Wrong. How many times has Beijing hosted an Olympic Games? A winter or a both? T- <sighs> All right, well, do, do it wins. Well done, sir. What do you mean I win? <laughs> you answered three. But did I get them right? You answered three right. So the answers are the commanders. Yep. Did you not get that? Yeah, Curling. So you answered but I two. I had you answered two right. I, I had 30 seconds to answer. You answered two question. right. Yep. So Washington football team is now called oh, the commanders. he's born in Ohio. Yeah, he is. He is. I was going to say Ohio. But Dean Hewitt puzzling. competes in curling. Yep. Well, if you wanted to answer it, mate, you should have done it It's faster. not the Davis no, Cup. Isn't ex- it like the Federation It's the Labor Cup. Labor Cup. You didn't Joe Burrow was born in Ohio and Beijing has hosted the Olympic Games twice. Well done, Deal. Which I was going to say before the time. Well there. done. But then also well done, Deal. So did I win? You did. Well Just done. Quickly. Well done, Deal. We will Kobe. do this again next week. Let him speak. Kobe. It might be time to finish the pod. Kobe. Well done, sir. How can you say? How do you finish this? Seriously, <laughs> do you press I'm gonna, the space bar? No, seriously, I'm going to punch Do you press the space bar? Don't be a fuckhead. Do you finish it with the space bar? No, don't. Let him speak. What's up? How can you say you've got five questions and say you can pass if you want to if you didn't have replacement questions? How many quizzes have you seen no, on, no, on saying, TV? So Hayden, co- how many quizzes deal. have you seen? Deal. If you get told you've got five questions... <laughs> if you've got you five can... questions and 30 seconds to answer them... No, no, no. You have six qu- six hey. seconds each question. Okay, here's my thing. So if I... Pass, Grow up, Hayden. If I... Grow up, mate. Let me speak, dickwit. Grow up. Don't make me angry. Just 